I built a pub company from the ground up with my uh, with my dad and my younger brother Ryan. It wasn't easy, but I can tell you, I want to rewind the clock when I was seven years of age and how I came to run into Bruce Lee. Uh, see, my first movie was was Enter the Dragon. I was in my cousin's house, walked in. There's Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon. He's got the nunchucks and he's spinning the nunchucks all over the place. And I'm going, oh man, I want, I want, I want to be this guy, you know. So left my cousin's house, went home. My mother goes, John, how come the handles of the brushes are after getting really small? I cut the tops off the, the off the brushes and I made my own nunchucks. She used to be spinning these nunchucks. I was I was gone Bruce Lee mad, but in Ireland, at that at that time, the only way you could find out about Bruce Lee was through his movies. I didn't know anything about his philosophy, or I just thought he was uh, he was he was a martial a martial artist and, and, and an actor. There was no there was no JKT schools. There was nothing. All I had was the movies. So I ended up going to boarding school in a place called Clara County Offaly, and I always used to mimic Bruce Lee. And when I used to mimic Bruce Lee, I used to get bullied in the school. I used to get the shit kicked out of me, up and down the hallways, you name it. I was there for three years. It was, it was hell on earth. But I was bullied on because I was small. Because I, I didn't start growing until I was about 14 or 15. But I went to boarding school when I was 13. I was, I was bullied for a long time. And I said to my dad, I'm not going back to that boarding school. I want to, I want to leave school. And my dad says, what, what do you want to do? And I'm 16 and I'm going, I just want to get, I just want to get out of this place. He said, do you want to be a chef? Because he had a bar a restaurant. My dad's in the hospitality industry. So I said, yes, I'll, I'll become a chef just, just to, get out of the, to get out of boarding school. So I became a chef, got my chef whites on and my little apron and my big white hat and working 15, 16 hours in the kitchen. And I went, oh, no, this ain't for me. I hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Make a long story short, the chef sacked me. <laughs> Sacked me out of my own pub. <laughs> Sat down in my parents' bed. They said, what's wrong? I said, the chef sacked me. What do you want to do now? I said, I'm not going back to boarding school. So my dad says, what do you want to be? He says, I says, I'm good with my hands. I was always really physical and hyperactive. And he says, I, I says to my dad, I want to become a carpenter. A bit like Jesus, dad. So I says, right, I want to be a carpenter. He sent me off to Dublin. Was 16 years of age, stayed in, stayed in the bedsit, crafted my tool as, as a carpenter, was still into Bruce Lee, looking at the movies, collecting all his magazines. I tried various different martial arts, taekwondo, kickboxing, judo, didn't really like any of them. I, wa I always wanted to study martial arts. Done carpentry for 10 years, and then one day, 26 years of age, my dad rings me from London, because my dad had to move to London because in 1989, there was a recession in Ireland. Interest rates went to 25%. We lost everything. Everything. And when I, when I was brought up, I was spoilt rotten. Anything I wanted, I got it. Get me this, get me that. Bum, 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 bum. We ended up in nothing. And we went from a big house to a small house. A business, no business. Car, bicycles. So my dad decided to go to London in 1990. In 1989, he went to London, started work as a barman. He was a multimillionaire, and he, and he left with nothing. Started off working at a bar. He was getting £150 a week. He was drinking £150 a week, and he was sending the mammy home £150 a week. Worked that one out. So he was there a long time, trying to, trying to build, build his, his, his business back up again. Knocking on doors, knocking on doors, knocking on doors. Nobody would do anything for him. And he, and, he, and he always says to me, if you're going to do something, you have to do it on your own. Nobody is going to say, 
there's the pub. Make a success of that. You have to do everything on your own. So he was there two or three years. Uh, my dad liked to drink, like all good Irish men. And one day I got a phone call in 1997, and he says, will you come to London and give me a hand working the pubs? And I says, oof, I says, that's a big ask. I had my own building firm because I was a carpenter. I had 35 people working for me on the building sites, making money. It wasn't big money, but I was, I was independent. I bought the house off my mother. Various different things were going on. My brother was in America. My twin sister was in America. And I just said, fuck it. He needs my help. I need to go. I didn't want to go, but I said, I'll go for two months. Packed all my bag, put my nunchucks in my, in, my, in my case that were taken off me at the airport. <laughs> Can't bring them into the UK. And this is an Irish man coming to London 25 years ago. Things were, things were starting to change back then. Packed my bags, got to London, staying upstairs in the pub. And my dad goes, John, he says, the business was just taken off a little bit. But he said, you have to start at the bottom. If you're starting as a barman. I was earning like six, seven hundred pounds a week in 1997. I was on 150 quid sterling a week, living in a pub, working seven days a week, listening to bullshit from customers, just grinding, grinding, grinding. I, di I didn't like London at all. So I, sta I stayed there for two months. And Dad says, what are you going to do? And I had to stay there because, because of my dad. My brother wasn't going to come from America. My sister was, 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 was in San Diego. So I decided to stay there. But hospitality has always been in, in our genes because my grandmother was a very, very successful um, businesswoman back in her day. And her contributes was, was, was customer service. Just customer service, customer service. Look after the customer. Look after the customer that's inside the building and they'll always come back. Word them out. So I says to Daddy, we're going to, we're going to stay here. So we, we had a leased pub. Then we had another leased pub. So leased pubs means you, you, buy the, you, you rent the building off the brewery and you buy the beer off the brewery. There's fucking no money in it. You just stay in a nice pub. So we were busting our, busting our balls for years and years. We had, we had three leaseholds. And then one day, the brewery that we rented the two pubs off rang my dad and said, Mr. McElhenney, we've got two lovely pubs in Waterloo. Would you, would you fancy buying them? And daddy goes, there are pubs he's talking about. So anyways, we had to raise 2.2 million pounds. We had no money. But we raised the money. And because we raised the money, our whole industry changed. We weren't paying rent to the brewery. We weren't paying a mortgage. We were paying, paying back the loan. But we were free at high for all our, for all our beers. And our, our whole industry changed. So people were coming at us from every angle. Boom, 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 boom. Now, I'm in the mix of all of this. I was never trained as a businessman. I just watched my dad. My dad done things maybe the wrong way. He was probably too nice. So I was never trained in management. I never went to a business college. I never went to business school. I was just learning off, basically off the block. So before you know it, we got three pubs. And then we got another pub called Jack's in 2006. And then we, got the, then we opened Mac and Sons. Everything is flying. Top of the world. But going back to Bruce, while all this was going on, I says, I need, to, I need to start martial arts. It has to be done. I need to martial arts, so I'm going to go, right. I've been saying for years and years and years. I held it off for 10 years because I got married and had kids. And I just decided to go, right, I, I want to start JKD. Google JKD. Found a place. I says, lovely. Went down to the school. Met this lovely gentleman. And it all started with a £10 note. <laughs> Thank God I had money in the bank. <laughs> started off in JKD. But before I went down to that JKD class... I went to Thailand, 
for a holiday in 2012, no, at the end of 2013. I went to Thailand, and make a long story short, I got kidnapped, I was tortured, nearly killed, went on for 11 hours, knocked, literally knocked the shit out of me. So that put me off starting my JKD journey, but when I did get my head back to normal and I got, I got more, I got my, I'd broken bones and missing teeth and everything, I got the balls to go and join this JKD class, and thank God I did, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be here today. So I'm very grateful for, for that, um, that man taking that £10 note off me. I'm in JKD, and at the start I didn't like it, because I was going, oh, I'm, not, I'm not in my comfort zone, because I was thinking, oh, Bruce Lee, martial arts, it's all about, as James was saying, it's all about bang, 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 kicking. Didn't know anything about philosophy, didn't have a clue, couldn't even spell it. And I go, what's I says, what's 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 our teacher talking about? And it's, then he start breaking down this this format, and it comes in the format of of the JKD triangle. So I'm looking at this JKD triangle, and I'm going, I'm going bloody hell. That's me. But it's upside down because in business I was at the start of JKD. You got you got uh, you got fo footwork and stance. You got tool development. You got attack, counter-attack, de defence, you've got tactics and strategies, and you've got sparring. And I'm going, that's me, but I'm going, it's upside down. I was spinning plates, so spinning plates means you're doing this to try to keep everybody happy. So it's like, it's like, it's like sparring, in, 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 in essence. Because I was never trained in, 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 in business, I didn't know really what I was doing, and I was spinning all these plates. Okay, we were growing, but that frustration was, was, was doing my head in. So I needed some sort of bloody structure, and I'm going, wow. Your structure is, get your feet firm in the ground. In JKD, 90% of the fight, I think I'm right there, is, is, is footwork. So if you can't get out of the way, if you don't have proper foundations, you can't, you can't build on it. So I'm going, right, I need to go back to the basics. We're making all this money, and I'm going, the last thing I want to do is be broke again. I don't want to be broke. That's it. Don't want to be broke again. And I got a massive fire in my belly. So I started going through this journey in, in the class of how to build the business. So I'm going through that journey for three or four years, and then COVID came. Boris Johnson gets on the TV, advise all pubs, bars, and restaurants to close by midnight tomorrow, bum, 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 with no business. 120 staff, five, five pubs at the time. I was after buying this big, massive house in Dulwich because I'm going, oh, this, I can afford this. And I, like, I wasn't cocky. I was never greedy. I always liked to share, I always liked to share stuff. And I went down to a local pub and I went, I'm, I'm going to lose all of this. I went, fucking hell. My JD triangle was put into a ball and basically kicked down the street. Didn't know what I was going to do. Had, I'm not fucking afraid to say, I had thoughts of going, this is it. I'm, 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 I'm finished here. Then I went back to a Bruce Lee principle. And the Bruce Lee principle was, and everybody knows it, not a lot of people know how it, how it works, but it's all to do with water. So I can say, I can either fucking flow, I can either crash, because water, you can punch water, water can penetrate the hardest surface, can go around any corner, so I'm going, right, I'm coming down hard here. How do I get around this whole COVID thing? I had cash reserves because I wasn't greedy. I've seen other people going, oh yeah, I'm going to drive a Ferrari, I'm going to build this, I'm going to run 50, 60 pubs. These guys don't exist now, they're gone. COVID literally ruined them. Now, in the, in the, in the turn of that, 
COVID did, it did clear the bank out, but we still have, we, we still have our business. By having the JKD structure in the JKD triangle, I had to go back again and go, right, I need to start from the basics again. But we had to retrain the whole business, all the staff, everything. And, then, and because after COVID, people got lazy trying to motivate people. It's like we, we had to go back to the basics and just trying to motivate people. And I'm, I'm a big motivator. I'm in the hospitality industry. I'm the most approachable person I suppose anybody could ever meet. And that's, and that's, and that's my job. But it's trying to trying to motivate people. You know, you're, like you're throwing a shit at the wall, it's gonna it's it's gonna it's gonna stick. You know, but I just had to get the power side forward, keep going, keep everybody, keep everybody, every every everybody motivated. But if you if you don't have that fire in your belly, it's like when I started JKD. I remember my instructor said to me, he says, um, I was only there for two or three weeks. And he goes, Did you fancy being a Fancy being an instructor one day? And I went, me, a feckin' instructor? I wouldn't know how to bloody tie my shoelaces. I didn't, I, was, I thought he was basically taking the mickey out of me. That's seven or eight years ago. Another colleague in the class says, he says, Mon, he says, we're going to do the grading. So we've done the grading, step by step by step by step. COVID came, knocked everything back, as I said earlier on. And I'm going, oh God, we, 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 we went online, COVID went away, dying to get, dying to get back into class. And before I knew it, there's 14 or 15 levels in JKD. I was three quarters way up the ladder. And I says, right, here we go. There's a bloody goal, you know. I got the business back up on its feet. I went for this goal in, in JKD. And I literally, only two or three weeks ago, I got my black belts in, in JKD. I never thought it'd be a black belt. I thought black belts were just for keeping your trousers up, stop your trousers falling down. But I'm after getting this black belt and I'm still pinching myself going, shit, if you want to do something, you can do it. Surround yourself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got to the black, I wouldn't have got to my black belt in JKD if I didn't have the right people around me. It's like in business, if I haven't got a proper team around me, you're fucked from day one. In my business, I hire people to help me with my weaknesses because I'm brilliant at some things, I'm shit at other things, but through martial arts and martial arts mind power, even like putting proper structure in place by going through the JKD triangle, tactics and strategies in the JKD triangle, there's, ta there's tactics and strategies before sparring. You need that to win a fight and you need that to get, to get, out, to get out of the shit. Tool development is probably... Actually, tool development is probably, the, probably the, the, the first and foremost because if you don't know how to use your tools or you don't have the, or you don't have the right tools, I'm a carpenter. If I, if I had a glass hammer, you can't hammer nails. If you have a bent nail, you can't, you can't hammer. So you need the tools. If you, don't have the, if you don't have the proper tools, and my proper tools are basically the people that work underneath me. And I hire the best. Some are good. Some are bad. Some are average. But with me, I, I hire personality and then, and then train them. And that's, that's, that's the only way. Business is great now. While all this was going on, I had things going on in my head. Massive issues. I was a big drinker. I was never violent to anybody. I was never bad to anybody. I always believe in karma. Treat people the way you want to be treated. I never, I never shit on anybody because you don't know when you need somebody on, on, the, on the way back down. But nobody's, nobody's ever, ever going to say... 
friends that go, yeah, we'll do this and we do that. You have to do it on your own. Like people sit in their ass and they go, oh shit, yeah, I'm going to be on TV. I'm going to, be, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Nobody comes to you and says to you, here, I'm going to put you on BBC One on a fucking Friday night. You need to bloody bust your ass doing, doing, doing what you have to do and don't, don't, be, don't be feeling sorry for yourself because if you keep banging that drum, somebody's going to hear you. You bang it, you bang it, you bang it. You get down, same in sparring. You get down, you get hit. You get up, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. Because one day, it's a bit like these talks. If we only done one of these, who would know about them? But if you keep doing them and doing them and doing them and doing them, and it's like a little seed, and next thing the seed grows up and it's a tree, and next thing it's a fucking forest. And next thing everybody, everybody knows about it. But you need, to, you, need, you, need to, you need to start somewhere. You won't do it sitting on your ass. But I think motivating people is probably the hardest thing in, in life, as in getting people to do what you want them to do. And just be your, basically just be yourself, you know. On the last note, while I was going through the last 20 years of business, it's only the last three or four years that have been absolutely amazing. But for years I've been mental health, people thought I was mad, I was in school, I was ticking school, I left school at 16, found I was uh, dyslexic, didn't know I was dyslexic, people years ago used to put a dunce's hat in your head, stick it in the corner, he's fucking stupid, boom, 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 boom. So I said, I want to I I I get out of school. I didn't know I was dyslexic till about 10 years ago. And then six months ago, I got diagnosed with ADHD. So that's hyperactive uh, attention deficit disorder. So people says, oh, should we, we knew you were mad anyway. But I'm not mad. But I don't know how the fuck I've done what I've done by having been ADHD, ADD, being, being dyslexic, suffers massively with anxiety. So over the last 20 years, I drove people crazy and i'm telling you drove my wife crazy drove my dad crazy and nobody knew what was wrong with me and it's only it's only now that's coming out that people in their 50s are are, are being diagnosed with, with, with adhd and i suppose the only, the only way to deal with it is you go to therapy you take some meds you do a bit of meditation but you don't have to be you don't have to be a genius to succeed you just need cop on common sense surround yourself with the, i think the, the best thing is to surround yourself with the right people if you hang around with somebody that's negative you're going to be a miserable bastard all your life you hang around with somebody that's got driving them and you hang around with these people they've got driving them but you hang, hang around with people that are nice because if you're hanging around with dickheads you'll, you'll be you'll be you'll be a dickhead you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it successful businessman happily married two kids Got me black belt in JKD. I'm going to go on now. And, I'm going to go on now and be a, an instructor. And I'll say Bruce Lee's last quote. And I've I've had it all my life. To hell with circumstances. Create opportunities. And don't sit down feeling fucking sorry for yourself. And don't be afraid, don't be afraid to say anything to anybody. If you've got your if you've got your vision, and somebody comes in and goes, I've just opened a pub recently, and I've six members of staff. Oh no, you should be doing this. Oh no, you should be doing that. Oh, you should be doing this. And I'd say to them, I'm the inside the counter. And you're outside the counter. I know my vision. I know where I'm going. You're here as an employee. Let the dust settle. And then we'll take on board whatever you want to do. But don't start changing the way I'm... Don't, don't try and change me because I, 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 know, I know where I'm going. I've got, I've got a vision. It's not, at the end, it's not at the end. There's all these little doors, as one of our colleagues said earlier on. You just keep going in through the doors until, 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 basically until you get to the top. But, um, yeah, that's it. Thanks very much. For listening to me, uh, I hope you understood me speaking so fast. I can't remember what I said, but uh, <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs>